how this morning a man said to me after I got through preaching one night, he said he meant it as uh, to be critical as he met me at the door. He said, I don't believe a word of what you preached. Then he told someone in that church, he said, this is in another city where I was holding revival. And he told someone else in that church, he passed it on to me, that I don't believe what he preaches. Then he added to it, but he sure does. So he really gave me a compliment. (laughs) He said, I don't believe what he preaches, but he does. The message I bring to you this morning, I believe. And all the messages that I bring to you, I believe deep in my heart. This one has helped a lot of people, and if you've heard it before, then you listen. may help you again. What is life's greatest problem? What is life's greatest problem? This is a problem that faces everybody. What is life's greatest problem? And the reason I deal with this, and I make this statement, if you live and die having never been gripped by what I'm going to say this morning, by the magnitude of this problem it were better that you'd never been born did you know Jesus said it's better that a man hadn't been born turn to Matthew chapter 26 verse 24 Matthew 26 24 Matthew chapter 26 verse 24 The Son of Man goeth as it is written of him prophesied of him in the Old Testament but woe unto that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed it had been good for that man if he had not been born he's talking about Judas Iscariot now this problem we're dealing with is is twofold a bad record in heaven and a bad heart on earth that's life's greatest problem there's a bad record against us and then we have to contend with a bad heart on earth and God in his saving acts has moved in his greatest saving acts to solve this problem for us. In the book of Job, chapter 16, and verse 19. Here we have a bad record in heaven. Job 16, 19. Job says, Also now, behold, my witness is in heaven, and my record is on high. 
And Job also describes man as being, as we spoke last Wednesday night, totally depraved. So he's got a bad record in heaven. Over in chapter 14, verse 1, man that is born of woman is full of uh, a man that is born of woman is of few days and full of trouble. He cometh forth like a flower and is cut down. He fleeth as also a shadow and continueth not. Now he's talking about this bad record in heaven. And whether we know it or not, we must face this record. The Bible gives statements like this. So then every one of us must give an account of himself unto God. So then every one of us must give an account of himself unto God. The Apostle Paul in the Corinthian letter, in the first letter, in chapter 4 of 1 Corinthians, 1 Corinthians chapter 4. Let a man so account of us as of the ministers of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. Moreover, it's required in stewards that a man be found faithful. But with me it's a very small matter that I should be judged of you, or a man's judgment. Yea, I judge not mine own self. For I know nothing by myself, but yet am I not hereby justified. But he that judgeth me is the Lord. Therefore judge nothing before the time until the Lord come, who both will bring to light the hidden things of darkness and will make manifest the counsels of the heart, and then every man will have praise of God. Now what's he saying? You remember the people at Corinth were criticizing this servant of the Lord. And uh, if they could not find anything wrong with his speech, they tried to find something wrong with his person. And they were greatly criticizing him. In chapter 4, this is what he says. He said, your judgment is a very small thing. He said, I'm on the way to a greater judgment. I'm on the way to a greater judgment. And that's true this morning for every minister of the gospel that is true to his calling. Knows that he must face the truth again that he gives. He must face it when he faces God who called him to preach. And so the sovereign ruler of the universe has made all persons in this world responsible unto him. We are responsible to the one who made us. And the record, the bad record in heaven is against us. Now think of the 
bad things even on this one day. That's against God. That'll pile up before night comes. Just one day. And then multiply that back through the years. Here's what I'm talking about. The divine law of God. We are told that we should love him with all of our mind and strength and heart and will. All that we are, we're to love him. We're to put him first. We're not to take his name in vain. We're not to be a Sabbath breaker. We're to honor parents. We're to kill not. We're to commit adultery not. We're to steal not. We're to lie not. And on and on the commands go. And these are commands from God. Now let me ask you again. Has it ever gripped your heart that there's a bad record in heaven against you? The problem becomes real when you realize that you can't do a thing about that record that's in heaven. And yet it's a bad record against you. And you can't do anything to erase it. You can't uh, bribe God with moral doings. There's a lot of folks who start out one day and they say, Well, I did bad uh, yesterday, but today I'm going to do better. So I'll get more check marks today than I got yesterday. And they're trying to bribe God with moral doings. But you can't do that. You can't do that. And if you could, that wouldn't change the record. That's in heaven. What has God done then to change this bad record? Justification. Martin Luther, the great reformer, said this, that justification is the article of a standing of fallen church. I believe he is right. And what he meant by that was this, that if you get a hold as, as a believer of the truth of justification, you've come a long ways to standing up straight for the Lord. And if you fail to get a hold of it, you'll be a fallen believer. Why? Because that truth will help you to understand that the bad record in heaven has been taken care of through justification. God's plan with men is for him to take care of some things unconditionally. And justification is one of them. The doctrine of justification is a degree on the part of God that declares the sinner righteous in the court of heaven. The word justify carries us into the courtroom. And you're in the courtroom and you're brought into the courtroom and the courtroom of heaven and the judge behind the bench God if you please pronounces you righteous in the court of heaven now that's the essence of justification 
And how are we justified? Well, we're justified by faith in Jesus Christ. By trusting Him. The Bible says that God justifies the ungodly. The source of justification is God Himself. He's the one that does the justifying. The ground of, and the essence is the grace of God. The agent of justification is the Holy Spirit. The evidence is good works or obedience unto the Lord. When one is truly justified, then you don't have to worry about them being active for Christ. They are. They will be. The position of justification is that we're in Jesus Christ. We're in Him. We're in Him. Being justified is to be brought into the courtroom and declared righteous. <clears throat> in justification, you must you must keep this straight. In justification, you are being pronounced righteous. The judge is a good illustration of justification. The judge behind the bench doesn't touch you. He just pronounces you innocent or guilty. One or the other. He doesn't come down from the bench and grab a hold of you and begin to work with you. And so in justification in the court of heaven you are pronounced righteous. And let me tell you now when God pronounces you righteous you are righteous. Is that, it doesn't matter what others say about you. It doesn't matter what your friends say or your enemies. If you have been pronounced righteous in the court of heaven, you are righteous. You're righteous. Another truth that follows right behind this one and goes right with it is the truth of imputation. Because in justification, the righteousness of Christ becomes ours. And on the merits of God's Son, God makes this announcement that we are righteous in his sight. Righteous in his sight. When Adam sinned, the whole race fell. And then Adam's sin was transferred to the race. And so all that were born from Adam became sinners as they were born. You don't wait to find out if, if uh, little babies are going to be sinners or not. They are. They're born that way. They're born that way. And sin travels through the race. And so the sin of Adam is transferred to the race. But when Jesus Christ died upon a cross, the sin of the race was transferred to him. And he took the sin of the race. 
and died in their place instead. He died in their place instead. And then when a believer trusts the Lord Jesus, the righteousness of Christ at the cross is transferred to the believer. That's a lot of transferring, isn't it? <laughs> but that's imputation. Did you know that was preached in the churches continually until we, get, we got to our generation? It wasn't preached. You can have to go back and back and back and back even to find a sermon on it. That's right. Now what did God do to take care of this record? He justifies us. The bad record in heaven is the slate is wiped clean. And you're justified in the court of heaven. And somebody said just as though you'd never sinned. I think it means more than that, but that could be included. And the record is clear and the old account is settled once and for all. So through justification, we've been declared righteous. And God has pronounced it so. Turn to Romans chapter 4. I want you to see it in your Bible. I want you to see it clearly so that it will be settled in your own heart. Romans 4 verses 4 and 5. Romans 4 verses 4 and 5. Now to him that worketh is the reward not reckoned of grace but of debt. He said if you're working for salvation then uh, you need to be paid off. And it would be debt. <clears throat> but in verse 5. But to him that worketh not. But believeth on him. That justifieth the ungodly. His faith is counted for righteousness. The word counted is put down to the account of. Reckoned to be. It's like the ledger on a page. You see, you open the ledger and there's nothing on this page to your account. It's like running out of funds at the bank. There's nothing on there. And then, when you trust the Lord Jesus Christ, all of his righteousness is trans you didn't have anything in the bank and funds are running short <clears throat> and somebody went down and put a thousand dollars in your account the Lord Jesus has put all of his righteousness to your account now can you take that in if you can take that in after you believe upon him, all of his righteousness becomes yours. And it's...
transferred to your account by you trusting in him. It's put down to your account. It's reckoned to your account. Over to the third chapter of the book of Romans. And verse 23 and 24. He says, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. All have missed the mark. Being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. We are justified freely by his grace, the word freely, without a cause. We are justified without a cause by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God has set forth to be a propitiation. And that word means a satisfactory sacrifice. Through faith in his blood, to declare his righteousness for the remission, forgiveness of sins that are passed through the forbearance of God. To declare, I say at this time, his righteousness, that he might be just and the justifier of him which believeth in Jesus. Now, what's he saying? He's saying that God did it this way. So everything would be taken care of. He's taking the righteousness of his son who died. Paid the debt. He's putting it to your account. It's already paid. So the bad record in heaven is taken care of through justification. And the moment you trust Jesus Christ, that very moment down to your account is justification. It's great to know that. The bad record's been taken care of. I couldn't do anything about it. But he did. He did upon a cross upon Calvary's hill long ago. He did. And then the second part of this problem is the bad heart on earth. Now the first part he's taken care of in justification, but the problem is twofold. We have a bad heart on earth. Turn to Mark chapter 7. You'll see what I'm talking about. In Mark chapter 7. Then out of the heart of man proceedeth evil thoughts, adulteries, fornications, murderers, thefts, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, lasciviousness, looseness of living, an evil eye, blasphemy, pride, foolishness. 
then he says all of these evil things come from within and defile the man he goes on to name sins that come out of the heart he says there's something wrong with man's heart he has a bad heart it's a bad heart on earth it's got to be taken care of this is the seat of what we really are now as the Bible talks about the heart it's not talking about the little vessel in here that's pumping blood now as the Bible talks about the heart it's not the vessel about the size of your hand a little bigger that pumps continually from the time you're born till you die when it quits pumping you die that's not what the Bible's talking about it's talking about the total person the real you the real you the seed of what you are is corrupt because of Adam and that has to be taken care of and so how does God take care of the bad heart on earth another term that's used is the term sanctification through justification he takes care of the bad record he's declared us righteous in the court of heaven and then as we are justified sanctification begins I don't know where you would say justification ends and sanctification begins it's like repentance and faith if somebody came in that door and I recognized them and uh, say it was John Brown I couldn't tell whether John or Brown came in the door first see repentance and faith is that close and so is justification and sanctification the moment you're saved God begins to work on the bad heart on earth he begins to make you over as the boys and girls are singing this morning and he continues that process until we check out of here see he keeps working on us and it's called sanctification and this is a term that means to be set apart there are those who tell you that sanctification means that all sin is taken out of you, of you and you never sin anymore we know that's not the meaning of sanctification because we go in the Old Testament and here's utensils in the tabernacle and the Bible says they were sanctified why these pots and pans had no sin in them and then it tells you the Sabbath day was sanctified Sabbath day didn't have any sin in it are you following me? sanctification means to be set apart and so as soon as you're saved you are set apart and God goes to work on you and he works on this fact of a bad heart on earth it's called sanctification and folks have taken that term and drug it through the mud and folks are afraid to get in 10 miles of it listen it's the Bible doctrine in fact it says a whole lot about being holy the Bible does and that is in connection with sanctification sanctification so 
God is working on us to make us like Christ and it begins down here. It begins down here. <clears throat> now we have reason to believe that God is taking care of the bad record in heaven and he's working on this bad heart on earth. The real problem in the churches is to try to do divine service with the arm of the flesh. You get in trouble. When you try to do divine service with hearts that are opposed to the things of God. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 14. If you underline your Bible, I want you to underline this verse. receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God. That is the unsaved man, the natural man. For they are foolishness unto him, neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. That is, they're really none of his business. He doesn't fit any of them. He's not in the family of God, and so it, these truths doesn't fit. But natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God. Now, there are those who tell us that there are three men in the book of Corinthians. Natural man, carnal man, spiritual man. In my search, all I can find is natural man and spiritual man. I can only find two. I believe that the other one is a straw man somebody's put in there. And I think that a, that a spiritual man sometime will act carnal. And that's what Paul's talking about. He's talking about carnality. I think those that are saved sometime will act carnal. But I don't think there's but two men there that are natural that know not God those that know him he says that spiritual things are spiritually discerned and the natural man doesn't understand them he doesn't understand them. in fact you can test this out those that know you they don't understand why you come out here drive out here to this little church and sit and listen to the Bible and you have your Sundays like this and, and uh, they don't understand it. You try to explain it to them and some who profess to know God don't understand that. They say, well, you take it too serious. i tell you who hindered me more after I was saved than anybody else. It wasn't the folks back at the meal where I worked when I told them that I had accepted the Lord and came into things of Christ and uh, I tell you the folks who hindered me was folks who professed to know the Lord and was already in the church and they said why Frank don't you take this serious now you're just too serious about this thing 
they were the greatest hindrance to me and they'll be the greatest hindrance to you they say well don't get excited about it <laughs> you know and what they really want is for you to settle down like they have to do nothing for God to do nothing for him and so how can these problems be solved justification is taking care of the bad record you ought to rejoice in that in receiving the Lord Jesus Christ that bad record is gone forever it's under the blood of Jesus Christ it's cleansed it's gone it's gone and then in sanctification God is working to take care of the bad heart one day we're going to all we're going to be fixed up and we won't have any more heart trouble it'll be fixed up forever fixed up forever in the Lord now the standard is the Lord Jesus Christ he's the one that's taken care of this forest he's the one He's the one who died, made it possible that through justification the bad record could be erased. Do you know he has a divine eraser? <clears throat> and he can erase all of the past. He can erase it. And then, through the Lord Jesus and his work, Holy Spirit through sanctification is working on us to make us like the Lord Jesus so through these two things we are greatly blessed we are greatly blessed now let me come back and close the message as I started has this ever gripped you bad record in heaven and a bad heart on earth this problem has got to be taken care of and as I said you can't do it you have to leave it up to God to do it and so you trust him to take care of it and he does he does let's stand every head bowed never eye closed I'm looking about. We've looked at some of the greatest truths and some of the deepest truths that are set forth in Scripture. A man said to me one night as I began to pastor did, he said, if you preach those deep truths to my people, they'll never understand them. fellow about five years old came to the front and he said to the pastor I heard him he said uh, if I understand that big preacher he said that through what Jesus did I could be all fixed up that little fellow five years old understood it he understood it and I believe you understand that in the person of Jesus Christ we can be all fixed up this morning and we can be ready for heaven.
Father, we are thankful for the Word of God. And we pray this morning for each one that is present. We pray for every boy and girl, every young person. We pray for the littlest one here, Lord, that you would work in that life. We do stop to give you thanks that you have on your own done some things for us we could not do and we are thankful by simply receiving Jesus in our hearts we've been justified and we're being sanctified help us to rejoice in those truths and then Father for those who are not saved may they see in Jesus what they need we pray in Jesus name Amen